This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dials and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., Don't Text Him With Your Green Bubbles, a.k.a. I Only Debate My Equals, Everybody Else I Teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. A.K.A. if you leave me in the room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 15 minutes later, I'll have dinner frying. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man, Dame Going Wild. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for dame. Let's go. Welcome back. Shop Talk podcast episode 132. What's wrong? I just ate that motherfucking sour patch I dropped on the floor. (laughs) <laughs> not even paying attention <laughs> i put that last motherfucker in my mouth you be all right, it's too late now yeah. i mean where did you put it when you picked it up off the floor i had it in my hand <laughs> <laughs> but you know i'm i'm shaking dice with one <laughs> i just slipped up and i ain't realized it <laughs> i was like damn that bitch tastes tangy this nigga sound <laughs> angry dog damn oh shit that's wild welcome back <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> episode 132. Uh, we back for another episode of Bullshit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's been an interesting week. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I'll be all right. This is a little, little extra count. I mean, you ain't died yet. You be all right. <laughs> 37 years on the west side of Detroit, a motherfucking Sour Patch Kid ain't taking me out. Man, I was at the gas station, and I got me a, a Fago Peach Pop. This shit is fire, dog. Have you ever tasted Knee High Peach? I'm sorry? It's a pop called Knee High. Who makes it? Uh, that's the name of the company. <laughs> N-E-H-I. Knee High. And they make peach pop. That shit is killing Fago Peach. First of all, in Ecclesiastic chapter 2, verse 3, it says Fago Peach Pop is the shit. <laughs> and it says it in red letters. So Jesus himself said it. Really? Yes. Ecclesiastic. Ecclesiastic <laughs> chapter 2, verse 3. That's a that's a, a glazed over book of the Bible. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's you just You don't get... really hear pastors <laughs> preaching from Ecclesiastics. Hey, you know what I'm saying? It's... Turn your Turn your pages, pages to. Uh, if you go into the songs of Solomon, Solomon, they wrote a song about it, about Ecclesiastes. No, about Fago. Oh, chill out. Because <laughs> I followed you the whole way there. I followed you the whole way there. Uh, I'm fucking with you, man. Uh, how was your week, my brother? Week was cool. Did you uh queue up some story time with Dame Music? Man, it's already loaded in. Fam. Okay, because I I just be wanting to hear Black Superman before I, I start speaking. That's 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 all. Oh, what we will probably have to do is stop recording at some point and um, 
cue up the other piece. I didn't cut up that clip that we was talking about. Okay. The the the, the name of the episode. Yeah. So but, they, uh, they won't know. It'll just be seamless. But uh, I got a story time with Dane this week about an interaction that I had with a stripper. Oh, okay. At my son's school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw you. <laughs> I saw you. I saw you post about that shit, man. So this is where we'll insert Black Superman. Well, no, not yet. Not 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 quite yet. Uh, as far as the week is concerned, man, it, it has been. Uh, uh, You're right. We I'm, I was overstepping. We got other more important shit. Yeah, man. It's been a tough week. You know, what I'm saying on a lot of different fronts. You know, uh, this past Sunday, you know, uh, comedian Kool Aid passed away. It's terrible, man. Uh, you know, he lost his fight. Uh, he was in here in August, you know. Yeah, I remember he was here at uh in the Corner Pocket podcast. Cool brother, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, he lost his fight and then um, you know, our brother from uh Ball Brother Radio Muddy. Yeah. Um, uh, and just one of my closest friends in, in general in life, you know what I'm saying? You know, we talked about a couple of weeks ago uh the GoFundMe. The GoFundMe, you know what I'm saying, for his wife, uh Taryn. And um, you know, unfortunately, you know, she lost her battle. Um, on that Monday, yeah, you know man. what I mean. So it's been real tough. It's um, tough, tough news. Uh, you know, I, I primarily know Muddy through through you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's primarily been a connection. But uh, you know, as I spoke back a few weeks ago, me and Muddy had a little bit of history because both of our daughters uh, were born premature, were in the NICU at the same time, and that's how I kind of got to know Taryn a little bit more. And then at, there was a point in time where I was. You know, dating one of her friends and got a ch- got an opportunity to know her a little bit better. But Muddy is overall just a good dude, man. Yeah, uh, man. But you know, one thing that I can say, and you know, not necessarily be happy about, but know that he has the comfort of a praying family. Fact. You know, I know Muddy is you know a God fearing and a praying man, and I know his father uh, is a pastor. So I mean, he's surrounded by a lot of love, a lot of good people. You know, Muddy, we pulling for you, bro. Like Man, the support, real. the support ain't never gonna stop. Never. But I mean, we we definitely pulling for you, man. Our prayers are certainly with you, man. What's this? even even Kool Aid? I mean, that's not somebody I know personally, but Man. you know, I hate to see you know cancer touch so many and affect so many people negatively. I lost my mother to pancreatic cancer. Mm. You know, about five years ago now. So I mean, I I, I can understand the touch of it, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's like my man, man. And it hurt to see him hurt. You know what I mean? Because of course, it so did. close to the holidays. Yeah, you know, so uh, young young kids. Yeah, man. So you know, lifting the brother up and sending him positive energy and support. And we just been hanging out. You know what I'm saying? The fellas just keeping him uh, busy. Keeping spirits up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He still get these jokes. We roast him because that's what we do <laughs> as friends. Right. You know what I'm saying? But just hanging out. I've drunk way too much this week, by the way. It's no uh, such thing. No. It, it's it, no it, such thing. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> hanging out over there and shit and having the uh, alarm clock go off at 5 o'clock in the morning. And you just walked in like two hours ago. Like, it's been a t- it's, it's, yeah. It's but what happens. Facts. But you got to do what you got to do to make sure your people's is uh, taken care of. Man. Of course. So, um. Hold them up in prayer, man, and send them positive energy, vibes, the whole nine yards, man. So it's, yeah. it's a t- horrible time this week. It is. It is. Uh, today is actually, uh, we just did. Today, the, today, while we recording the 14th, man, today, one year ago today, man, I drove up to uh, St. Louis, Michigan, and picked my brother up. You know what I'm saying? He's been home a whole year and shit, man. That, that year flew by. Fly by, fam. <laughs> flew. I remember <laughs> when you was talking prior to him coming home, like, 
know y'all was gonna hit the IHOP, get your Colorado omelet, listen yeah. listen to uh, Snoop and uh, Tupac on the r- ride home. Yeah, man, that was that's our shit. You know what I'm saying? The um, gangster party. You know what I'm saying? We used to be riding. That nigga had a fucking Horizon or some shit. You know oh, what I'm wow. saying? Every car that they had, we used to be in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm he sure. do the Snoop joint and I do the pocket joint. Like that's like our shit. I'm like nigga, I can't wait. Pick the nigga up. We about to hit the gangster party. Blah blah blah. So it's been a whole year, man. Shout out to him, man. Yo, I would challenge anybody that's coming out of jail or coming out of penitentiary, any situation, yo, know, to look at looking at our man Dwayne because he came out, wasn't home two weeks. And already had two jobs yeah. and had hit the ground running. Yeah. So, I mean, regardless of your circumstance, he hit the ground running, been on the back. podcast with Premium Pete. Nigga. Like, he he came out he came out and hit the ground running. So, I mean, anybody that's coming out of a bad situation, you can overcome that shit. Yeah, you can get on your feet. Shout out to our brothers from the uh, TCE Pie for, you know, hooking that up. You that's Jan and AJ. They always, they always do good business with us. Yeah. That's always been a good connection. Yeah. Um, other than that, man, I just been hanging, chilling out. You know what I'm saying? It's been uh, been a busy week, man. It's always busy week. I don't have no time. I feel like I be burning the candles at both ends on this morning shift. You do, and you do put in a lot of hours here. I'm gonna have to pick up some of the sessions yeah. in this bitch. It's different though. You know what I'm saying? Because this don't feel like work. Yeah, it's different. But it, when but you, it takes a commitment of time. Still yeah. different when you working for some shit for yourself and all that. Yeah, because we trying uh, to get these, we trying to get a cool million cash. Yeah, man. At least. That's what I'm definitely trying to do. Um, so let me uh, cue up this Black Superman music and shit so we can get into this story time with Dame. You know Thank you. Saying? I appreciate it because this is this is an eventful one. Um, let me see. We got uh, two short freaky tales. Exactly what I had on here. Shit. I don't think. Um, I mean, this, this got a little freaky. So. Twinge to it, but <laughs> I mean, you it's had a- safer for for Black Superman. All right, you know what I'm saying. Well, we gonna have to play. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a freaky tale since you had to have. All right, well, stripper, I mean, you know just 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 throw it on. Yeah, it. Oh, you know what? I'll just add it in later. Here okay. To- so story time with Dane. Yeah, it's been a while. All right, but I felt this interaction was appropriate. So this week. You know, my my kids split the week with me half half the week with their mother, half the week with with the old man because I'm like a, a hands on dad. I ain't want to just be when me and when me and the lady separated. I just didn't want to be like a weekend daddy. Yeah, because I wanted to have the weekends to myself too. So you know, I decided I bite the bullet, deal with the school shit. You know, I take my kids to school every day, all that. So I was dropping my kids off. So. My two middle kids, they go to middle they go to the same middle school. Okay. My daughter's in seventh, then my son is in the sixth grade. I forget what I had to run into the school for because it's I try not to go inside of the school because it's just not I just don't feel safe. When kids what you are, mean? When kids run fast, they smell funny, and they just be they just be moving too quick. It's like being in the county. You know, you gotta walk with your back up against the locker. Like I just I just don't feel safe around all them all them little nigglets. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I believe the children are the future, but some of them are future felons. And uh, I, I think that is a, I think that, I think that deserves a gunshot. <laughs> some, of these, some of these kids is going to grow up and sell me Kush in about four years. I think maybe that. sooner. Maybe sooner. Legally going to sell you Kush. I mean, I, I have bought from a minor before. So, I mean, I, Dame don't discriminate. If you got that loud pack, I don't care if you're 15. 
What you got it for? Hey, fam, we got to be careful what the fuck <laughs> we be promoting, dog. <laughs> this shit, come on, man. All right, man. I'm I not, believe the children am, are the future. I'm Teach not, them well and let them lead the way. I am not Jason Johnson. <laughs> Jay Johnson 313 am not condoning the children selling narcotics, fam. They got to pay for prom. Get your life Sometimes. together, They got to pay Get for prom some together. type of way. Okay, we... When your when your son in, in middle school they call Mister Bradley, my uh, son my son is better than that. He's better than that. <laughs> All right, man. Go ahead. So anyway, I'm dropping. I'm walking my son to class, and I get to class, have my one two with the teacher, and walk off. There's another young lady walking her daughter in the class, and we stop. You know, when you when you drop your kids off at school every day, even if you're in the car, you kind of see some of the same faces. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we gave a quick acknowledge. And she was kind of like hanging around in the hallway, like waiting for me to finish up with my son. And she stopped me and she handed me this flyer. I'm like, bet. As I'm walking out, I look at the flyer. It's for a birthday party at the Panthe. Okay. So I turned back around because now we're out of earshot of the kids. I was like, you dance? And she kind of cut off, cut off into me like that was like an inappropriate question to ask her. And was, I, was she on the flyer? Yeah. Why are you asking if she dance? If she on the flyer? I mean, she was on the flyer, looked like at like just first glance, it looked like the host. Okay. Oh. But I mean, I just threw it out there. I mean, the kid there were no kids around. Let me let me just say that. Or at least not our kids. Hold on, hold on. I just wanna make sure I understand. Cause I may take her side. <laughs> so she gave you a flyer, you looked at it, it looked like she was the host, and you was like, Oh, I dude. saw dancers on the front and then I saw her, like off to the side. So I asked, like, you know, do you show, do you show your titties for a dollar? Because that's what typically happens at the strip club. And she was very offended. Really, nigga? <laughs> I mean, but, but Jay, like, let's, let me just put the context clues together. Okay. Okay. Uh, fly, a glossy flyer from the pay- So you know how the strip club flyers be. One side be like the dancers. Mm-hmm. The other side be a bunch of niggas that's going to be. This is a Doughboy Keith birthday party. You know, it'd just be a yeah, bunch yeah. of them niggas. So the picture hurt. Did she have clothes on? She did, but like. Fail. Why would you call her <laughs> a stripper, nigga? I asked. I asked. You did Because I didn't think it was that big of a deal. So let me ask this. What was the answer to her question, though? She's a former stripper. Mm. But I'm saying, like, in a bind, you know, you'll get up there and shake your ass. <laughs> it's, de- it's December. You got to buy this baby Christmas gifts. Like, I'm just, like, shit. you know, I'm in a bind, Nate. <laughs> so you might get up there and shake your ass in the middle of December. So she was not a stripper on the flyer. She was not performing. She's just going to be hosting the party. So, you know, I I let her lightweight cuss me out. I walked to the car. You know, kind of nodded, threw up the flyer, because I just might be there. Right. Because right, yeah. <laughs> the Panthe does have good food. They have great lamb chops. Amazing. Amazing. They don't have the best selection of dancers. I've never, I don't think I've ever been inside a Pantheon, to be perfectly honest. I just know that we had so many lamb chops up in here. We did. Shout out to Nina, because she supplied a bunch of lamb chops. Uh, the Gentleman's Club, that's not, my, that's not my forte. It's not my thing, either. Yeah. I mean, I do like... Loud rap music, and I do like butt naked women. I don't mind going, but like that's never my option. Like if if that's where we're going, if then, it's a group of niggas and we yeah. decide to go, I'm never gonna be like, hey family, hey y'all want to go to? That's just not my thing. No, it's not mine either. And that might be surprising to people. Now that's not my thing. 
Okay, because you're a changed man. I'm definitely a changed man. Ecclesiastics, right? Yeah, because me and Muddy, you know what I'm saying, way back in a long, long <laughs> time ago, long, 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 long time ago, we used to be in the brass key every single day. I got kicked out of the brass key. But um, we knew the we we knew the neighborhood people over there, mm-hmm. so we were we were more than welcome in there. So. I threw a handful of change at a stripper at the Brass Key, and I was kicked out. Uh, you sh- <laughs> <laughs> I tried to throw that shit like a baseball. I mean, get back to your story, <laughs> dog. You be fooling. Yeah, security escorted me out of there real quick. I was only like nineteen at the time. But that's that's a whole that's a whole another story. That's back right, before right. I was saved. So <laughs> anyway, now's the next day. So I dropped, this is, say, Tuesday, so now it's Wednesday. I'm going back up to the school. And he he had left his lunch in the car, so I had to go into the school. And who do I see again? Stripper mama. Mm. So host, party promoter, mom. Yeah, she gave me. <laughs> he said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say, I say that all to say because she apologized when we saw each other in the hallway. Okay. And she gave me her IG. Mm. Let me see. hold on, fam. Let me let me see this IG. Fam. It's, it's private. I got to show you mine. She really, she she get down on the floor. Shout out, shout out to her. Shout out to her because I think I'm gonna come out to the party. Let me see, dog. I need to I need to, I need to see this evidence right now, dog. Shout out to her. You just don't shout out to her after you told her she she get down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the backhand compliment. I gotta pull it up. I don't know off the top yeah. of my head, but I I'll pull it up and show you yeah. before we get up out of here. But I mean for research purposes. Only. Yeah, you know that's that's it. And we just go on to, to spread the gospel. Oh, we, we should go up there and promote. You know what I'm saying? I wear my I wear my, my actually I got my shop talk shirt on under this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We go out there. And I got the I got the white shirt that we ain't never worn nowhere yet. <laughs> after me just saying that I, that's not my forte. <laughs> it's just a birthday party. I literally just said I'm not the one to plan to go, and here I am planning we, we to going, go. We're going to promote the podcast. <laughs> we're going to promote the podcast. Oh shit! I, I possibly set up new interviews because it's all type of all type of rappers in the strip club. Facts. Side note: Today I was going to talk about niggas who do the exact same thing I, I just did. By the way, so <laughs> niggas like you <laughs> take that. With a grain of salt, <laughs> you know, and just do a little bit of advertising. I mean, we are businessmen. Facts. We can write this off as a business expense. Factual. End of the year is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's be like a business dinner. Yeah. 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 Business dinner. Uh, rappers real- right off Monday they, they they throw in a strip club all the time. Fam. Yeah. Like one hundred percent. It's it a is, donation. It is promotion. Because like when you're a rapper and you in the strip club, you are expected to to keep your like, Your image a certain yeah. way. So that's one hundred percent a tax write off as promotion. So Yeah, so so shout out to, to you. Uh, <laughs> that's I, funny. I might run into you next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. She says she's gonna start listening to the show too. So shout, hope she, she so shout out to her next episode. week after, right? Because <laughs> I sound like a dirtbag. Well, I do. Want, if she is listening, I just want her to know that I agree with her. She should have been defended, and you, my friend, were wrong. But she used to strip, so I mean, I wasn't like off base. But why did you just assume? Like strippers don't promote their show with flyers. <laughs> the promoter promotes the show with flyers. Let me. I don't want. I don't want to stereotype her. But she <laughs> looked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she definitely looked like a stripper. Like when I when I took a step back and like analyzed her whole. So listen. 
And that's not a diss. That's not a knock. She so, just fit the mold. So what do strippers look like now? And I'm not saying that as like as a combative, but like back in the day, the strippers had a look, right? Yeah. Now I be seeing the Instagram. You see girls. them at Family Dollar and they look a mess. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I see the Instagram girls and shit, and then like I found out later that she strips because I'll see the I see the locker in the background, and like yeah. I had no idea. But like they be looking regular, or maybe all the the regular girls look. Stripperish? I don't know, but the this is real pro- problematic. Let's just let's just move on. No, I'm not. It ain't no. What I'm saying is, I don't know. Back in the day, it was like you had oh, she got fishnets on or some shit like that. Like I love me a good set of fishnets. But now I don't know the the Catch line my of hood red ass. I don't know the line of demarcation. Hey Amen. I, the uh, <laughs> I feel like the longer <laughs> the longer the weave, the closer she is to stripping. No, after you ahead. hit the, after you hit like that twenty two inch, no, okay. when you go on like twenty four or better, yeah, twenty four bone straight. That's you not should. that's not really in corporate America that too often. No. Not at all. Not no. that there's anything wrong with it. No, because I would <laughs> definitely not mind seeing that at work. But <laughs> when you got twenty six inch bone straight hair, like you probably handing out live dances. Mm. All right, man. So uh, we about to take a little <laughs> a two minute break so I can cut up some audio <laughs> clips for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. All right, the sharpest knife in the drawer, and we back. Uh, we back, fam. Okay. Um, so we we gonna get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. In this episode, I was angry all week, fam. Like angry black man syndrome. You cut your hair off, and now you just angry and black. Well, let me rephrase. It's not that I was angry. I'm just so annoyed by people, and it really got me mad. And I just wanted to tell you why I'm mad. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I do got to make say something. Uh, the first person who told me, my cousin G, you know what I'm saying? He stayed out of Cali. Uh, he was G like, was up here a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. Um, side note, off of the side note. So when they was up here, um, my cousin Garrett, my, um, my cousin Netta, who I talk about on the show all the time, and my brother and myself, we sat up in here and um, we reco- I just wanted to, us to record. We recorded damn near two hours of uh, content. And just explaining um, my childhood, how I grew up, and kind of like what makes me me, and why I got all my points of views and shit. I don't know what I'm gonna do with the audio. Uh, if y'all, is that some shit that y'all want to hear? You know, man, let me know because I might I might put it out. Who knows? But he reached out, told me was like, nigga, that the pastor clip was fake. Oh, it came from G. Yeah, and so then when he told me, I started looking for the shit, and then multiple people reached out like, yeah, nigga, that shit was fake. So the nigga I gave it. I should have knew it. He had on a crown royal robe, Jay. Yeah, so I gotta, we got to take that back. This pastor, he was uh, giving bitches prayer panties. He oh. he going to keep your hoe panties. He like, you sure these panties going make, to make me stop being a hoe? And he took her panties. Like, it it was. We should have knew we was getting set up. Yeah, it was funny, though. <laughs> it was. Because I was out here telling you know, keep your hoe panties on and keep your prayer panties in the motherfucking Don't car. Don't believe everything you hear on Shop Talk Podcast. <laughs> we be wrong, too, nigga. But, We're wrong twice a year. Uh, and the year almost over. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's that. Um, that pastor clip was fake. Cool. Uh, you sent me some shit uh, today about... Well, this is the Christmas season. It's the holiday season. Yeah, right? I sent you uh, the article about Santa Claus. And there is uh, there's a survey that was released that people are looking for female 
and neutral gender Santa Claus. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. Listen, fam. <laughs> like, cut this shit the fuck out. Like, cut this shit the why fuck out. Why does everything in life have to be fair or, like, neutral. PC or neutral for everybody? That's not how. Sh- that's not how life is fucking set up. That's not how the world works. Sometimes there's going to be shit that's not fair and it's going to make you mad, upset, or feel away. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna Fuck it. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. So do we need a female Bart Simpson? Oh, no, nah, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, it's a it's fucking your... creative thing, dog. It's not real. Yeah. Like, uh, someone created something, and they whatever they created in their brain, this is what it is. What was you, can't, you can't switch that shit, fam. Nah. You, you, you can't switch it. It's, it's too late. It's too late. Like, the idea, like, even though I don't endorse Santa Claus, but the idea of who he is and what he looks like is just what it is. I don't like. I don't mind a black Santa in the mall. Maybe but, even a, a a Latino Santa. No, we don't need. You can't handle Mexican <laughs> Santa. Fam. Mexican American no. Santa. Do you ever seen? This gonna sound wild. Wild. Hey, Sue crazy. Santa? I've never seen a Mexican with gray hair. Do they? Does that exist? Yeah. Do they yeah. keep black hair for their whole entire life? This yeah. is some amazing shit. I've never seen. They got real a, strong genetics, but I haven't seen. Crazy. I I know. I know someone personally. That is a that is of Latin American descent that has gray hair. I've never seen it. I know her. It's gray. It exists. Wow, you know I do remember on the women, uh, older. Yeah, ever seen a man with gray hair? A Mexican man with gray hair? No, no. And they be keeping all their hair too. Like I don't never. It's genetics, man. It's genetics. Niggas got some good genes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> cause you, you, cause. Uh, Essentially, when you said, I'm thinking, like, dog, Santa going to have black hair. Like, that's not Santa no more. That's fucking uh, a wrestler. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) A character on WWE or some shit. I mean, let's Santa Claus. Earthquake. Earthquake. That's what he'll look like. He'll look like Earthquake. Let's Santa just be. Like, why does he he have to, why does Santa, number one, need to be a woman? Or why does Santa, I don't even want to play, like, the gender neutral Santa. Fam, are y'all? Like y'all offended of because of Santa Claus is a Fuck man? Yeah. Like I get it. We do It's the- misogynistic. He goes out and work and Miss Claus stay in the house. That's the the shit fu- is misogynistic, my nigga. That's the fucking life. <laughs> if I can stay in the crib. Oh, I, like I'm not a misogynist. If my woman makes more money, if if I got if I start dating the CFO of Chry- Daimler Chrysler or whatever the fuck And she want me to stay at home? Ain't no fuck that. Want me to stay on? Why the fuck would I get up and go to my petty ass job, nigga? Because you want to feel like a man. Nigga, I'm, I was born a man. Can't nobody on this fucking earth make me not a man. <laughs> I don't need no. You want to feel like the breadwinner. I don't need to feel like the breadwinner. Like, there is nothing. Like, every time y'all go out for dinner, she pay? Listen, I, I, I'm, and I, 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 I swear to God, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> there is nothing that someone can say to me. Or think about me that's ever going to change who I think I am as a person. No matter Fair what. Enough. Fair like, enough. It's nothing you can say or do to me, pause, that's ever going to make me not think that I'm the man or so, I'm a man. So what if you go to order? Now, this is the true. This is some true shit. I'm not going to name the people that it happened to. But my homeboy was dating a woman that made significantly more than him. Okay. She, they had a nice home, three cars. 
And when they would go out to like dinner or something, say he want calamari as a as like an appetizer. Disgusting. Go ahead. She veto that shit. Like, nope. Dang. We ordering our two entrees, and I want cheese sticks. I mean, that's in front of us. What you mean? In like front of the homies. Now, see, that's emasculating. Well, I mean, that's rude. But that'd be rude if you was the man doing that to your wife. You know, that's just a rude person in general. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you? You know what I'm saying? Just to show that, like, nigga, I'm I I made I made this. I started this bad about it shit. Uh, well, that that couldn't be me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm a, I'm a I'm a garner a level of respect no matter whatever the we situation. We came in the house is. late one night. And she two pieced them in front of all of us. That nigga in an abusive relationship. <laughs> but she was she was she was the breadwinner and that nigga was eating that shit. Nigga, I'm with a fight winner. Yeah. Fuck the breadwinner, bitch. Put, put your hands to, leave your hands in your pocket, okay? Cuz if you don't raise your fucking hands. I mean, I'm just saying it wouldn't have worked for me. But, you know they married now. That nigga, she the one that fucking emailed and kicked you out. <laughs> <laughs> that sound like the nigga. Did you ever get back in contact with the old boy? Yeah, that I will. We'll we'll put that on another one. Okay. Because yeah, I did, right. and we might broadcast live from the parking lot. That's what a, one of our listeners said. Like we should like do a live podcast from the parking lot. Yeah. of they waiting and shit. Yeah, we with might, all of our listeners. We might bro- like nigga. We come into. Yeah, we might broadcast live from the parking lot. Yeah, that's that's. I'm with it. We'll say that one for for the future. We'll we'll kick off 2019 <laughs> with some of that news. So, so you got another one to tell them what you're mad about? I, I'm mad about this, right? Leave Santa the fuck alone. To an extent, leave Santa alone. I don't have children. Okay. Uh, that's a, Clearly, I've said that a million times, right? Not I yet. don't understand the reason for Santa Claus. I don't understand the reason for the Easter Bunny. I don't understand this shit. And when I say I don't understand it, most people say, well, it gives the kid an imagination. That's not where I got my imagination. Kids, is, is kids there, come out the pussy with imagination. Fam, why do we do this? I I don't. You know, I've said on here several times, like I knock Santa real, real down, real early. So my oldest like kind of trickled it down to the rest of the kids, and like it doesn't even come up in discussion. Like we ain't, ain't no Santa, ain't no Easter Bunny, uh, and then like my daughter pulled some shit on me a few years ago with the Tooth Fairy. And, like, she kind of painted me into a corner where I just had to, like, tell her the truth. Like, ain't no two fairy. I'm the two fairy. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. Stop lying to your fucking kids, dog. Like, let's just, whatever your faith is, right? You don't got to believe in faith or whatever. So you grew up telling these people about Santa Claus and, oh, he comes every day. Da, da, da. They get older. Oh, yeah, shit, nigga, I was lying. That shit don't exist because you can't actually see Santa Claus. I'll tell you about the Easter Bunny. Oh, and all the other bullshit. Oh, yeah, man, that, that shit fake. Oh, I tell you about the tooth fairy. Oh yeah, man, that shit fake. And then you tell me about God. I can't see him either. Oh, that shit fake too. Like, how do you get somebody to believe you right. if everything that you told them that is true that they can't see ends up being fake? I ain't never look at it from that point of view. But you That's make a good point. Wife. Like, you make how, a good point. Like, how do you do that? And also, like, why are we doing that? I get it. We were like, man, let the kids have this. Maybe if you have, maybe if you're having a tough year, you can be like, oh, Santa Claus ain't come see us. What I'm saying is I don't understand it at all. Why are we still doing this shit? Like, what is the reason? Like, how can we Christmas can't be, we put the tree up and you buy gifts and shit like, why can't that be it? Like, what exactly about the Santa Claus portion? Like, why? I don't know. I don't give Santa Claus no credit. 
I work hard as fuck all year long. Santa Claus wasn't here when it was school shopping time and everybody wanted a pair of Vans. Santa wasn't here when you wanted Jordans because you got a 3.6. Yeah. Like, that, all that shit w- didn't exist. Like, I did the shit. Now, I did this to you. Like, on some one-off shit, I'm, I'm sure this is not everybody's particular situation, but let's say you go with the whole Santa Claus shit, right? And, oh, if you be nice and the, the elf on the shelf and all this extra shit. That, now, that's a new thing that I've seen take off in the last couple of years. Whatever. I don't know much about elf on the shelf, but um, I do know about hoes on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so, all right, you you do all your good things and you checking this list twice, all this bullshit, right? And it's a tough year for mom and dad or just mom or just dad. Yeah. And you can't get everything that was on the list that you wanted. Now this now this kid is out here thinking he did something wrong, worried about the 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 thoughts and repercussions of an imaginary being. Oh, he must be mad at me. What did I do? Like, why are we doing this shit? Like, I just don't have a, a valid reason. What I need an imagination. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not fighting you on that one. I don't know. Like, this is some bullshit. That's my word. Like, 100%. Like, I get that it's fun, right? We can't have fun with nothing else. Yeah. Like I, I'm not with doing ritual shit just because that's what we've always done. Uh, I'm not sure what the Drake. What I know is from the song "Lord Knows," and I'm just paraphrasing the the lyric. But I'm I do this for niggas thinking about buying Christmas and all, buying gifts for for their daughters in August. Yeah. Do anything to like that's how I do it. Like I know I got a bunch of kids. Like nigga, August. September, I'm buying shit. I'm putting it to the side, and I'm cool and with this. That. Is like, this would be for Christmas? I'm cool with the experience. The kids waking up, expecting like, what am I gonna get, and things of that nature. If you're gonna tell this kid to be good all year, I need you to be good all year because it, one, it's the right thing to do, and two, I'm your parent, and I want to set up a system that rewards you when you do something correct. You get rewarded. You know the situation going. It's not this imaginary shit in the sky. That this sound <laughs> sound like I'm talking about something else, but it's not this imaginary shit in the sky that one day it can possibly happen. Like, no, I need something tangible. Like, it's okay for you to parent your child. Don't put the fear of Santa Claus not giving you something and have that be the thing that is parenting your child and giving your child his values. No, you as an adult needs to say, if you do these things right, then maybe mom and dad will buy you this. Maybe you deserve this. Set that shit up for yourself. Put your lights up, put everything like that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't get it. Why we, like, you are literally intentionally lying to these children for no good reason. Yeah, it's just setting them up for failure. But no good reason. Ain't no motherfucking Santa Claus, kids. It's your Uncle Champagne. <laughs> hey, I'm not doing this shit. So, um, also, you know, last week, uh, we damn near did like a, a free bevel ad and shit, right? We did. <laughs> so, uh, you mad at bevel? I reached out to bevel, right? Okay. And I shot them a message and was like, hey, man, you know, we fuck with the products. And, uh, we damn near did a, a pretty cool ad on y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all should go check the episode out. It's at the two minute mark. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get a response back, but that's okay. Bevel, uh, got a, Acquired by Procter and Gamble this week. Oh, they got that bag. Oh, oh these niggas is never responding to that <laughs> message, nigga. <laughs> oh, they're never responding to that message, nigga. They got that motherfucking bag this I, week. 
<laughs> I sent it to Bevel and I sent it to Tristan Walker. I'm like, oh, that nigga was busy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, there's no scene on that message, <laughs> nigga. We was we was cutting this this deal with uh, Procter and Gamble, nigga. Um, That's a good look. Yeah, I mean, it's a good look as far as the money. Procter and Gamble, some devil worshippers, though. By the way, uh, they are like that's not like my take. That's what they do. Uh, and they're evil with the products and chemicals they put in there. The only th- good thing about this is they got the bag and they purchased the company, but it's still 100% ran by them and nothing's going to change internally. So they're not touching it. They just wanted a piece of them profits and they wanted to be able to use their vehicle because it's a large platform and their factories and their resources and shit like that. I wouldn't mind a deal like that for Shop Talk. Shit. I mean, we I'm we putting stuff together next year. Next yeah. year is gonna be a, a pretty good thing. One minor deal like that with a couple M's to it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, they're never uh, well, <laughs> reading yeah. that message. Shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know what else I- irritated me uh, this week? Um, last uh, Saturday, some Jordans came out. Okay. Possibly one of the greatest pair of Jordans of all time. The possible, the greatest pair of Jordans. Like arguably the the most popular. The Concords are the Holy Grail. Yeah. They're better than the threes. I don't care what type of sneakerhead you are. The Concords are it. Yes. I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad. I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad. Stop counting everybody fucking money, dog. Like why the fuck you care what niggas buy with they fucking money, dog? I don't care if niggas got a car. Y'all motherfucker! I can't believe y'all standing in line for fucking Jordans. First, first, first and foremost, technology has advanced us all. You don't have to stand in line, nigga. Last weekend <laughs> or weekend before last, there was long, stupid lines at five o'clock in the morning wrapped around the fucking building. You know what they were trying to buy? No. Eight dollar candles from Bath and Body Works. Hey man, those Yo, candles man, be hitting. What I'm saying is, it's pretty fucking interesting. Wow, you don't got no fucking smoke for the niggas who standing in, in line at five o'clock in the morning in the cold for an eight dollar candle, but you got smoke for niggas who want to go buy some fucking shoes. Yeah, that costs a lot more than your fucking candle, and your candle gonna be there, and you can't resell your candle with no markup. Just let me, just let me have what I want. Like, you why? know what I'm saying? Let me enjoy the Concords. Like, why they be so invested? I one hundred percent. I did get them bitches because I'm buying everything that I want. I feel you. In life. Uh, but I guarantee for all you motherfuckers talking about y'all can't believe y'all spending money. I bet you you spent more money last month on fast food than I did on them shoes. You know what I'm saying? You want to talk about wasteful shit? How much? Eat, you, how eat many your Benny Hanna with extra garlic butter? Yeah. Like, so how many times did you go to McDonald's last week? How many How many number twos did you get? Because that's $10 a pop and your ass ain't cooking shit. Yo, man, when the fucking combos go up so high? Nigga. Everything is at least six bucks yeah. for the small bare ass. Yeah, for the bare ass minimum <laughs> for the for the single or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, fam, you not cooking? You spending twenty five dollars a day on on bullshit food? Yeah, when I take me and my kids to McDonald's, it's thirty dollars off rip. That's the bare ass minimum. That's my word. Bare minimum <laughs> is thirty dollars. <laughs> That's unfortunate, dog. That's why niggas being fucking uh little seasons, nigga. That five dollars is stretch. Shit, that five dollars can feed you for two days. That's my word. <laughs> it's gonna taste like cardboard after the first day. Hey nigga, put some <laughs> put a cup of water in the microwave with that shit, nigga. <laughs> I put my shit in the oven. But like, fam, why y'all be so angry at nigga? So it, like, why is it Jordan specifically, though? Because they man bought some Jordans and then buy her shit. 
Like, I can't believe y'all buying the same shoe. Now, women. Your man bought some Jordans and he ain't bought a baby none. Now, ladies. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. Don't act like you ain't bought the same fucking black heels since you was 16. Say it again. Like, don't act like you ain't got the same fucking flaps since you was like 12 or something. Say shit. it again. Like, I get it. They changed one because you like, oh, they got a new color. Y'all niggas buy. Oh, they painted the bottom of your shoe red. Extra $2,000. Like, come on, fam. Like. That's my word. Y'all fooling. Like, y'all buy the same heels. Y'all buy the same, like. Same dress. Put like this. Y'all niggas be talking a lot of shit with niggas in Jordan and shit. It's three different type of dress shoes, fam. Like, styles, right? Like, all dress shoes, for to an extent, look the same. You don't got a problem with that. So if I got, like, 40 pair of Oxfords in all different colors, it's perfectly fine. Why are you buying the same shoe in a different color? Nigga, because hey, I want to match. Hold on. Even even better, some of y'all walking around with $300 worth of horse ass in your hair that costs <laughs> more than them J's. Like, like I, I don't I don't I don't get it, dog. Like I don't I don't understand. Like, but y'all will take time out of your day to, to to bash people on the internet and shit like that. Like it's not your money. What you eat don't make me shit. Literally. Like it's not your money. <laughs> what you eat don't make me shit. But guess what? Every time I see them type of posts, like I secretly hate you. You know? No, it's not a secret no more. We're telling you that we hate you. <laughs> and I, I probably mute you on my timeline for quite some time. I tried out for 30 days. And then if I, 30 days later, I'm like, oh, if I, I don't miss you, yeah, I just unfollow you. Because my follower to fo- my my count of followers to who I follow can't look like an improper fraction. It can't. No. No. My shit was, I, I used to be like, I'm never going over 313. But then that shit got kind of difficult. I'm like, all right, I'm not going over 240. I'm not going over 248. This week I hit 586. Look, I don't, it's only one more area code, nigga. After 734, nigga, I'm out the game. 989, that's Southfield, new area code. Southfield? No, 989 is like Lantern or something. No, it's like, uh, I think it's Southfield, 989. Fam, I ain't never seen no 989 ever. Maybe I, I have. I mean, from Southfield? Yes, 989. When they got rid of 810, I mean, when they got rid of 248, it became 989. Well, look, nigga, I'm, I'm like 586 right now. I'm never going on followers. I'm never going past 734. Somebody got to go. I don't even want to go that high. I really don't want I look for somebody to unfollow every day. So I'm not going that high, fam. A lot of new young ass. I, I should keep me in the game. Sometimes like I can't follow them pages, dog. It be because when you go to your explore page, it ain't shit but ass. I don't mind that, but it's like, <laughs> if I don't have access to it, I don't want you to. Share, I don't want to see it every day. Like this, I is, feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like some of that shit is not. It's not for me because it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. It's just. It's not right. All right. Um, so did you? Did you? Did you hear what's been going on? So listen, I don't understand the newer, the younger generation, right? I never thought I would get to the age where I say no, no. You do like get that. to a point where, like, sometimes the game just. Marv said it last week. The game just passed you a little bit. So it don't mean you out of the loop. Like you just uninterested as you used to be. I, 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 I don't. Are we gonna it. talk about the king of R and B? Yeah, we can. Go, we go to that first because that shit irritated the fuck out of me too. Yeah. Tell them why you mad, Jay. <laughs> Tell them why you mad, son. <laughs> <laughs> What's got you pissed off about the king of R&B? I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. Listen, when there is no king, whoever the fuck said first is the king. So somebody knock me off the motherfucking seat. Before there was ever a king of the South, T.I. said, I'm the king of the South. And niggas had a problem with it, right? But nobody ever claimed the title beforehand. Yeah. When there ain't no king, whoever's sitting the fucking throne and claim, I mean, like in real life, 
when there is no one on this property, I'm standing on that bitch. I'm putting my flag on it. If you got a problem, come see me with it. This is my shit to somebody take. Now, I'm not saying that to say that I think that uh, Mark, Mark, Jacquees, Marquise, we don't even know the nigga name in real life. I'm not saying this nigga is the king of R&B. What I'm saying is niggas was really offended and started bringing up names that I've never fucking heard of. Niggas be butthurt. Like, why y'all so offended by shit and shit? Like, niggas say I'm the best. I mean, I think I got the best podcast out here. There is one king of R&B. What's his name? Robert Brown. Better known to the world as Bobby Brown. Whitney declared it. Just, just hear me out before you go on a tangent. Hit me with, hit me with a soundbite, because I'm going to tell him why I'm mad. I'm going to tell him why I'm mad, son. Oh, my bad. I just unplugged. Come on, man. <laughs> we on a roll. We on a roll. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. All you R&B niggas are the begotten son of Bobby Brown. <laughs> Goddamn right. Are the begotten son of Bobby Brown. Bobby birthed all you niggas style. He gave all you niggas hope. Before Bobby, there were none. After Bobby, there came who? Motherfucking Aaron Hall. Usher. R. Kelly, Chris Brown, Cisco, all you niggas are the begotten son of Bobby Brown. You owe that nigga a Father's Day card every motherfucking year to say thank you. I'm going to explain why my theory um, of when ain't nobody the king, whoever say it first is the king. I'm going to explain that to you, right? Because in real life, when Whitney said that Bobby Brown was the king of R&B, we thought Whitney was just talking crackhead. She said that Bobby Brown is the king of R&B. I knew you was going to dig this shit up. Ribs and barbecue. <laughs> Fucking rocks and blunts. He ain't the king of R&B. The fuck is wrong with Whitney? Shit. You ain't that high now. Shit. You- no, I, n- nobody agreed with that shit. Nobody agreed with Whitney that shit. Whitney was prophetic. No, nobody agree with that shit, but once you say it, now it's a thing. Yep. When 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 Jay-Z said, who's the best MCs, Biggie, Jay-Z, or Nas, no one knew who Jay-Z was at the time like that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I, I created a narrative, these are the three best. And then that narrative had been going on ever since. When Lil Wayne said, I'm the greatest rapper alive, niggas ran with that shit. It's niggas today who believe that. My little cousin, he's like, he's 18 now, well, 17. He thinks Lil Wayne is the greatest rapper. Yeah. I mean, he grew up, like, his, his view is probably a little bit different. Like, when that Jamie Foxx, when that Jamie Foxx, uh, I might need security. Is that yeah, what it's called? Yeah, yeah, Like, nigga, we laughed at the fact that Bobby Brown was the king of r and Like, in real life, I get, like, Bobby Brown reign as, like, the quote-unquote king. That shit was short-lived, fam. Mm-hmm. Like, as his solo act, like it was hot a long time ago. Bobby, like, Bobby is still the king. Based off, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just going to say no. But what I'm saying is, once you say it, now it's a thing. Yeah. Because like, nobody gave a fuck who the king of R&B was last week. Did y'all, did y'all hear the crowd laughing at that shit? <laughs> like, niggas thought that shit was funny. Like, nigga, you are high. King of what? Ribs and... <laughs> Rocks ribs and, and blunts. Like, Rocks and blunts. <laughs> like, no, nigga, when somebody said, then that's the truth. That's my word. But there ain't no fucking king. Then you got this nigga, uh, Jay Dayoff. I mean, Jay Holiday. <laughs> 
Yo, that nigga. He was recording that fucking video, and the lady asked him, was he valet? Nigga, stop the video, re-record the shit. That nigga, Don't put that shit out like that. That nigga's still in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga. Was this nigga recording this shit on a minute phone? Like, why can't you record why can't you re-record this shit? That nigga, nigga must have been going live or some shit. I don't know. Delete nigga. I would have stopped my live immediately and I would have deleted that shit off my feed. But everybody talking about, oh nigga, Bobby Brown, nigga, you don't know a Bobby Brown song. If the fucking new edition movie didn't come out, y'all niggas would know shit about the Bobby Brown. The thing about a Roni, and I guess she's let me, the sweetest little girl. And I rephrase, I mean, let me rephrase that because we a little bit older, so we understand that music. Well, what I'm saying, when I look at my timeline, and I know you niggas was born in the 90s and shit. Like, I don't trust no nigga <laughs> born after 94. Nigga, if you die, if you wasn't at least 13 when Pac died, nigga, your view on life is different than mine. Like in real life, you you <laughs> you lived up, a different life. You yeah. grew up in the era, you know what I'm saying. You had to be at least like in the sixth grade or something. How old are you in the sixth grade? Like eleven. No, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go higher because I was thirteen in like seventh, eighth grade. Because I was saying when uh, stupid dropped, when, uh, when the chronic dropped, we was in, I was yeah, I was ten when, yeah, and yeah. you know what I'm saying. But like, so if, if I got a I got a Walkman for Christmas that year, and I bought Doggy Style. Like nigga, I was in sixth grade. Yeah, but like. In real life, like, fam, we grew up in two different eras. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you going to tell me? I grew up the right way. You grew up wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's as simple as what it is. You know what's really fucked up? Like, I guess if it's going to be a king of R&B, because there is none. R&B from the male perspective is trash. Who would it be? Chris Brown. My my, my vote, honestly, would be for Miguel. Miguel definitely got... I'm, Miguel got hits and he got good ass albums and Adorn is probably one of the better songs in the last like 20 years facts <laughs> I mean I'm like, just, I'm just calling a, it what art, it is like, Adorn that's, Adorn is one of those songs like it's gonna like I hate to keep like a PYT yeah. it's gonna always be PYT yeah. you know what I'm saying Adorn is always gonna be Adorn I mean, I'm not taking shit away from Chris Brown. The nigga's an but, incredible talent. Uh, back to Sleep by Chris Brown is I mean, going to be fire. Fuck you, Back to Sleep. <laughs> that's, that shit is good. That's a song. I yeah. heard Cheyenne asking, like, uh, what's the song that you think when you think of Chris Brown and R&B? Like, that song is. That's that's one of his you know his quintessential saying? hits. Yeah. I mean, his first album was killing most of these dudes. Nigga, get in on the mic. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Shout out to my homeboy. This is. I can't even call you my homeboy. We are like brothers. We essentially, yeah, like we're family. We essentially grew up together. So I mean, it's nice to finally fucking have you on the show. It's true. All right. What? Why is your mic not working? I don't know. I ain't turned. Let me see. Say something. Something. I don't don't know. know. (laughs) (laughs) This this doesn't happen to us that often. Yeah, yeah. Switch over there. (laughs) Switch over there. But this is this is my brother that we have in the studio. You just came to bullshit, and now you ended up on a motherfucking podcast. Yeah, this was by accident for real, so. Sit down, nigga, in the mic, and you got to talk to the front of the bitch. Yo. Yeah, that's right, better. There it is, all right. <laughs> you got to talk to the front of the motherfucker. Uh, yeah, Chris Brown is, I think he's, I mean, in real life, I mean, I feel like he's the reigning king of R&B, but that being said, he is kind of like in the middle of that generational gap too, because I mean, 
he kind of took it from Usher. If I, you know, what I'm saying, if I'm a, it, and I mean, because he he kind of bridging the gap. Like right now, like I don't know if he can really be considered but with the current. Does Chris class. Brown have like some traditional R&B records? Absolutely, because most of his pop his songs are our not, pop hits. Are pop hits? I mean, like pop is just mean popular, but those songs don't sound like a traditional R&B song. His entire first album was a traditional R&B album. He's like 13. I'm not listening to that matter. shit. But that's my, but that's my point though. That's why yeah. I say he kind of bridging the gap. Like you know what I mean? So. But niggas was really high if you thinking um, that Bobby Brown is still the king of R&B. It's just, it's just not true. No. It's, it's, it's cool to say. New edition go on tour every year, and bitches are still throwing their panties. So do Biz Markey. He he's never went off. He he's nigga been touring <laughs> up the same four songs since the early nineties. Hey man, I, I went to a hey, party one time and I saw. Too, so. Yeah, Facts. I went to a party one time and Biz Marquis was DJing. Biz Marquis is turned, the shit and turned that motherfucker upside so, down. So don't yeah. don't mistake that Biz Marquis is the shit. But just because you touring like nigga, nigga, uh, Jay Holiday is touring somewhere. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he's paying his bills somehow. I'm assuming he, he on a time joiner. <laughs> he go on that cruise. On nigga, the cruise. Hey, the cruise I'm on that bitch. Right. Get me on that motherfucker. Shit. He performed four times a day, right. <laughs> and he's in bed every single time. Go to bed, nigga. <laughs> no, nigga you go to bed, goddamn it, <laughs> nigga. Did this nigga have a mustache with like a barely, barely? That nigga just look weird, though. Like, you know how we feel about niggas with questionable facial hair, like mustache whoa, 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 with no whoa, whoa, beard whoa. and shit. I mean, I'm not throwing no you. You putting well, you the spotlight both. on yourself. You got both. Like you can't just have a mustache. And that's it. Well, I must say, like, I was in the And military. you was in the Navy. I must say, I was in the military, or still am in the military reserves, but, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, it's cast that, like, le- legit. You never had a beard. You never had a beard. I've never had a beard. Never no. had a beard. It's, it's I will what? never have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not coming. I've, I've, that ship is sailed. It's done. All right, man. So, this other thing. So, when I meant, like, I don't really understand, like, the newer generation or, or whatever, have you seen this controversy, unfortunately, that's been going on with uh, the interview with Kodak Black and um, Ebro Rosenberg and Laura Styles from Hot 97? I did. <sighs> Kodak Black is a weird fucking interview. <laughs> that that young man, he from Florida, which automatically makes him Already touched. Know he got issues. Uh, but that's he's Shot. just a weird interview. Because remember the last time he was on The Breakfast Club, he did the interview in the, fo- in the ski mask. He just, he just, he just weird. He's socially awkward. Yeah. So let me paint y'all a picture because I'm so, I'm, I'm confused. I'll, I'll even let y'all listen, you know what I'm saying, here, um, a little bit of it, of the, the thing that's the issue. Cause I mean, everybody's like, fuck Ebro, that nigga hoe, he a bitch. That nigga, did he a Ebro hater. does some whole shit, but I didn't think this, what he did today, I, I don't this think, week qualified as that. I don't agree with everything that Ebro do, right? All right. I won't. I won't say he do whole shit because he just stands on what his beliefs are, and he won't let you push. You can't push me off of him without some sort of uh, like explain to me whatever. So Kodak Black is up there, and you know, I guess the interview started off because typically, like how Ebro usually do, like industry people will come to them and like, hey, we need such and such on the show. And sometimes he let people on the show. Sometimes he don't. Right. Like I'm in New York City. I know Breakfast Club is like the shit, but like them two in New York City, the yeah, biggest yeah. market in, in the country, aka the world, they battle for number one often. And sometimes it's Hot ninety seven. Sometimes. sometimes it's the Breakfast. I mean, Club. Hot ninety seven has a good lineup of I hosts to th- that they have throughout the entire day. I listen to their show. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even from him, like I listen to their show and they show not is not necessarily guest driven. You know what I'm saying? They got segments and shit like that or whatever. So like sometimes it's a well produced morning show. Yeah. Plain and simple. Like if I don't know if I don't want you to come up here on an interview, like I'm not gonna interview. But like we let you come up here anyway. You know, we got a lot of shit going on. They touch on a lot of social issues up there, right? Right. And so you come up here and they interview. Shit, we the same way. Like we people reach out to us a lot yeah. for interviews. And sometimes it's just like I can't do nothing. Like with I this. don't know what to ask you. It's not even a disrespectful thing. It's like it's gonna come off like this interview came off. Like I'm asking a bunch of uh, questions and you answering them. It's not a conversation. Right. Yeah. Cause I don't know you like that. I don't know I don't cause I know my audience. You asked to get on the show. Do you know who my audience is? <laughs> Or you, you know just want to come up here right. just because we are who we are. Yeah, like, so, like, I know who our audience is. I got a, a general idea of what they want to, ultimately, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. But, like, I get an idea of, like, why would they want to hear anyway? So, he up there, the interview kind of started off kind of like, they wasn't, nobody was warmed up to each other. You know what I'm saying? So, we them asking questions, boom, boom, boom. So, the interview gets on, everything good. So, as they wrapping up the interview, you know, Ebro, like, um... Want to talk about his sexual assault case or touched on it just very lightly. While they rap, he was like, Listen, so I know you got like a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Legal cases, whatever that I know that you can't talk about right now, mm-hmm. but I just, I do want you to know that, like, you know, we take sexual assault allegations and things of that. Um, all right, so let's play this shit right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I just shout it to you. Um, but like the, the clip that's on, um, that's on Instagram. It's edited out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to play it, but I'll tell you what's missing from here. Uh, you just sent it to me on IG? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm a good, I'm a good partner. I'm, I'm playing I'm playing Kobe today. You can be Pleasure sad. to meet you, man. Um, you know, looking at all your, your cases and everything you've been through, and I know the recent one right now is very sensitive. And with respect to, you know, everybody involved in that case, you know, we can't get into details today. Um, But, you know, we take sexual assault here serious and we can't, you know, uh, get into details. But we hope, you know, to have you back so we can have a a deeper conversation about that because, you know, this is a serious topic. And we're hearing these stories a lot. You seem upset that I brought it up. All right. So, look, he said. Uh, so after he said that, there was silence in the room or whatever. And he started fiz- like mean mugging. Everybody. The longer video, you can see he mean mugging everybody in the room like he angry. So Rosenberg and Laura Stiles senses the tension in the room. Right. So like after about four seconds of silence, he said, um, they start talking about the moon landing and shit. I don't okay. know why, but this week everybody's been talking about the moon landing. So like I know it seemed... Like it was a random ass question, but that's something that's been talking about this week for whatever. Yeah. So he was like, Kodak, do you think so like people been talking about the moon landing? Do you think we land on the moon land on the moon or some shit? And he oh, like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause uh, I don't Steph, believe in none Steph, of that shit. Yeah, but say Steph Curry got in there, all that. Oh, that's yeah. why? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So Steph me, so so Kodak say, Man, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. And they started they kind of laughed it because it was unco- you couldn't tell if he was joking or right, right, his right, room. Right. And it was it was a bad tension. And then Ebro was like, you, you seem upset that I asked you that because he was continuing to grim the people inside of the room. Right. And then he was like, well, you know, it just seemed like, 
Oh, let me see if it, uh, you know it's not gonna pick up from where we stopped it at. So look, he said that uh, it just seemed like when some shit going on, y'all want to use that shit as entertainment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like if y- y'all can change the fucking subject, or I can bounce. Ain't like what. Well, we we did change the subject, yeah. and then you kind of cussed us out. You're like, but no, no. Like, if you want to leave, go ahead and go. You know what I'm saying? You're not about to tell me what I can talk I about, about say, on my show. Not, yeah, but say you're not about to you know start on my show, nah, B. Like, but the comments online is everybody was like, I can't believe Ebro was wrong. How how could you do that? You like, all you want to like hold on, fam. Like, how to first off, you got a trial starting in four months on some sexual assault shit. Well. Nobody going to, and you come in for an interview and you promote an album. How do I look? And I don't say nothing. As people it. who stand up for black women, for rights, sexual assault victims, or whatever, how do I look like I have somebody who's accused of something who's promoting an album, come up here, let you get your album promo and sales off, and never mention the shit? Well, see, this reminds me of a situation that happened with uh, Mike Tyson was in. Canada, I think he was in Toronto. It's actually a clip. It exists on the, uh, on the web or whatever. And he was promoting something. Like, he wasn't fighting or nothing. Like, you know, years and years and years. I think beyond. I know what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. And he cussed out my yeah. man. And it, the interviewer hit him on a slide. Like, they had already prompted him. Like, hey, this is the stuff we're going to talk about. Woo, 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 woo. And then my man just comes like, oh, yeah, so what about, you know, I know you're cool with the mayor. How does he feel about that whole sexual assault thing or whatever that happened to you back in the 90s? And he was like, the fuck, like... Yeah, yeah. like, how you going to come at me sideways or whatever, and you bring this up? He's just like, you, and he basically just called him, like, hey, man, you a hand, you a whore, and you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, you know, you full, of, you full of garbage, like, and that's, so that's, I think that's how people You know we can cuss on the show, we can I, cuss on the show. I understand that, I don't, so, you already know, so. <laughs> He's impeccable with his words, I'm trying to get there one day. Yeah. Uh, so, look, so, like, I thought... And like watching the video and watching Ebro, his body language, his 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 word choice, and saying like, "Listen, I know this is a pending case. I don't want to talk about it now." Yeah, yeah, but let's come back. Yeah, because what's being reported as like Kodak himself didn't do nothing. Hmm. He was like in the room, or he he's being charged, or whatever. So what I'm saying is, I'm giving you an opportunity yeah, once yeah. that shit is over with to, to come back because yeah. sexual assault is 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 is. It's very important, and it's a very important conversation to have. So if you were wrongly accused or if there's some things that, like when Pac went through his shit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. said, I didn't touch that woman. Right. However, I left her in a situation that thinking back, I should have possibly, I'm not responsible for nobody else's actions. Yeah. But I should have I probably took better care of the situation and made, you know what I'm saying? Right. right. Or whatever. Like, so like, he felt responsible but like i didn't do nothing to you mm-hmm. you was in a room with x amount of people i didn't really want you there i left like look i don't really want to fuck with you so i'm out but you know what i'm saying so what i'm saying is he give you opportunity after the case is over i'm I'm asking you if you want to come back and have that conversation i hope he ain't even asked you nothing I, I made a statement i hope you can come back and have a have a, a conversation about it what's the problem with that I don't. I mean, I personally don't. That I actually, I, I'm impressed to hear the the way that he went about it because I thought he was gonna be like attacking him, but he kind of actually was like, hey, you know, left, left the olive branch. But the issue is, and I think it's, um, it even goes to this whole. And I mean, a lot of you know when you talk about hip hop heads and all these young cats and stuff, or whatever. They're not really into the media like that or whatever. But even hearing the rhetoric come from the White House and just what the 
you know, the energy that's put out or whatever about the media being the enemy and fake news and all the rest of that kind of stuff or whatever, I feel like it's really kind of made everybody on edge again talking about like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I feel like y'all do that stuff for entertainment or whatever. And you're like, nah, B, that's not what we're here for. I'm literally trying to do this because, again, we take – I already put it out here to say, hey, we take sexual assault serious. So I'm not being accusatory. And I, like I said, I know you got pending stuff or whatever. And it's just it's just a matter of, the, you know what I'm saying, the, the manner in which people want to receive stuff or whatever, and especially when they feel like they put on the spot, it automatically, automatically makes it something combative. So I don't think, you know what I'm saying, do what wrong. It's just – now he's explained like you know because it was a there was a big thing the internet went crazy Trick yeah, yeah. Daddy was on there calling him out who's from Florida where he's from some Haitian guy or whatever he called him out he's Haitian like so everybody who from him like oh mm-hmm. Ebro you a bitch you hoe you did 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 I'm like and then the comments saying like niggas are really going in like he the police he a snit like what right. You can't ask that man about no pending investigation. Did y'all listen to the clip? He didn't ask him about the motherfucking right. pending investigation. All I said was, when that's wrapped up, hopefully, hopefully, we can have a conversation about it. Right. Back you can, up you here. Can, you can decline the interview. Yeah. yeah. But you, you asked to come on my show. Facts. So. And then you disrespect my room. The people who I, I work with every day. So a lot of y'all listeners are only here because of the headline. Right. And y'all never going, y'all don't listen to the show before. Y'all not going to listen to it afterwards. I work with these people. Mm-hmm. You can't walk up in it. Like, if a nigga come in this motherfucker and we ask him a question, he's like, nigga, who the fuck? I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Well, turn the mics off. Like, right. fam, you can leave. <laughs> yeah. Like, you but, can leave. Right. And we both carry, so you can also get shot. <laughs> it's not, no. I mean, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, if you don't want to be here, you got a problem with that? You can leave though. Yeah, and you can you know be off that. And you know what I'm saying podcast ain't never got. It don't got. It don't got to be, gotta, gotta be yeah. no no violence, no nothing. Like no, if you, uh, clearly you not okay, go ahead and dip. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or like, hey, I'm not, that's off. That's off limit. I don't want to talk about that. Then you respectfully move on. Yep. And I mean, before we had guests come in here, a lot of times, well, is there something that you don't want us to touch on? And we'll respect that because we've had plenty of guests come in here. And sometimes say some problematic shit and d- want to double back on. Hey, it'll never, it'll never hit the air. So, so I don't understand the outrage that everybody doing. And it's like, well, why the fuck, why the fuck is y'all talking about sexual assault on the radio? Where are you supposed to talk about it? At? Right. They got. I must say, they they steal the media. Like they they are. And like, they, like what's the what's the proper form? Right. Because whether y'all realize it or not, radio. Gives you what you're talking about for the rest of the week. Absolutely. Podcast. That's your talking points. Gives you what you're going to be talking about for the rest of the week. Whether it's a hot take or not. Did y'all hear what the niggas Jay said on Shop Dog? This motherfucker said whatever, whatever. You hear what Dame said, such and such. She's one girl so fucking irritated you can't even come to her fucking wedding. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, we touch, we laugh, we joke, but there's certain topics that we, we talk about and there's certain things that are passionate to me about, right? right. So, as, as if me as a person, if I'm for the uplift, uh, uplifting of black people, women's rights, and things of that nature, outside of the jokes and shit like that, if you come in here and you got a pending sexual assault case and we supposed to uplift everything like that how the fuck we don't mission it at all that, that seems fake is it doesn't seem genuine how to do, our show and our content like come on fam or from what people should expect from us like I, that shit beyond me so you know that they did a show the next day talking about and they they you know took phone calls in and like did i handle this wrong now what what ebro did say like it did get ego driven at the point was like once you disrespect my room and the people are here you can get the fuck on 
No, you you can leave. Yeah. yeah, and and I don't think what people understand is beyond just being the host. Like Ebro is also a pr- the program director. Well, he was. I, he stepped down to be on the morning show. But I'm saying he he understands the full dynamic yeah. of the business is all that all that I'm trying to connect that to. But. And your people did not come. And say, because typically, if there are things that you don't want to talk about, there's a conversation yeah, oh yeah. before right. that didn't your happen. Your publicist, your manager, somebody going to give me and fuck the all heads that, up. And fuck all that dumb shit that everybody talking about. Y'all talking about all this negativity. Nigga, your, vi- your music is negative. Your actions are online are negative. Don't get this holier-than-thou shit. Oh, I can't even bring the subject up, but you can physically do it? Yeah. You're not offended by the accusation, but you offended that I talked about the accusation? No, man. I know. Oh, he young. No, nigga, you 21. You 22 years old. You an adult. You a grown man. You fucking responsible for your actions, fam. You be online with the guns and shit like that. Yo, he the one that got online with his guns and shit like that Why he's on probation. And then police showed up at his house a couple minutes later. Like, nigga, you make bad decisions. You in the game now. You doing interviews. Hey, man, take that weird shit back to Florida. Like I don't take that weird shit back to Florida. Man, you should. Hey, yo, shout out to Jacksonville, dog. I ain't gonna let I ain't gonna let them disrespect y'all all the way, Florida. So Florida, man. Uh, like I'm Florida, the- man strikes again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just I just don't understand it. And people, been, you know, of course, I sometimes I got time, so I make a comment. It seems like everybody on the internet looks at my comment and wants to fucking <laughs> have a dialogue with me about it, and I be here for it. <laughs> no, nigga, I'm right. You're wrong. I'm fine with that. Like, I don't get you weird niggas. Oh, he just want to do that because he don't like the youngins. Fuck y'all niggas, if that's what the case is. Like, y'all are siding. Hey, young man, <laughs> shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> like, come on, man. That's how I separate myself from young niggas. For real. Hey, young, young man, young lady, take that bullshit, take that fuck shit right there, right on up the block. All you other cats like, I'm throwing in a gas station or some shit. Uh, some niggas in there or whatever. Hey, young man, uh, I think you dropped something. <laughs> like that, that, that instantly separates me from you. We're not peers. We are. You know not what I'm saying? Peers. <laughs> I still look young. We will never be on the same level. But like we, we got to establish like <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because there's different ways that you interact with with people in different brackets, and unfortunately, I can't interact with these niggas the same way. Because like I don't get it. Like and like. Now, granted, I understand that until you're 25 years old, your, your your prefrontal cortex isn't fully developed. Look at you, my nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Your, your brain don't fully develop until you're like 25 years old, right? I get it. But, like, some of these motherfuckers are just dumb. Like, y'all, y'all or they, I don't want to say they're dumb. Like, you just, you don't understand that. They are, they are ignorant. Like, they, you know what I'm saying? They, they lack a certain realm of The knowledge. older I get, remember the Chris Rock skit, there's a difference between black folk and niggas. Yeah. And the older I get, the more I see the divide. <laughs> Facts. Uh, that shit wild to me, man. I don't understand it. It makes me angry. Anything um, else you mad about? Uh, it makes me angry, dog. Uh, I'm mad at people who support Drake no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> that was random as fuck. <laughs> no, it, it was not. And... Uh, Oh damn man, I guess I need to play this. <laughs> <laughs> what what uh, <laughs> hit the sound button? I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad. What I'm the fuck happened with Drake this week? You didn't see the rant that well, I saw Kanye was tweeting for a long time. Yeah, about Drake. Allegedly, Drake must have called him and threatened him over the telephone and shit. Right. Mm. Man, that has to be a very passive aggressive conversation. And then <laughs> and basically, uh Kanye was like, Look, man, when did you become the tough guy? 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so Kanye, he, he tweeted like a hundred times, like one sentence tweets, whatever. It's it's a, it's a much. It's a, it's a bit much. Okay. But essentially it was like, nigga, when did you become the tough guy? I'm not the tough guy. I'm not the gangster or whatever, whatever. But like, but when did you become that guy? Right. Like last month in Vegas, I mean, in, in Toronto, when Pusha T had the show, you sent some nigga on stage. He's in critical condition right now. He got stabbed up. He got beat up. Who, you did. T? No, 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 the no. nigga that jumped on stage oh, okay. on being pushed like you sent it alleged he dry snitching or actual snitching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually snitching. <laughs> but like you sent him up there and he got fucked up. Like it's somebody in critical condition because of shit that you did. Like, stop this shit, fam. Like, stop. And he was like, if anything ever happens to me, it's Drake. Look at Drake. <laughs> Drake's the pro He literally said this though. Yeah. Like in a tweet. You know what I'm saying? But he's going on da da da. So I see niggas on uh online like Drake dropped the diss track. Like, I get it. He like, Drake, you're not being sensitive to niggas. If y'all say I'm crazy and I'm bipolar, you're not being sensitive to people with mental illness. Like, why you know what I'm saying? And to an extent, like, yeah, if we all know the nigga crazy, why are you having a conversation with a crazy man? Right. And I'm I'm using that as a loose term, you know what I'm saying? But if I'm, you suffering from if you are suffering from mental illness, and everyone, I want both these niggas to take a nap. And like <laughs> somehow, like I like why is why? And he's like, listen, I told you I didn't say that shit about you. It came out that I didn't say that shit about you. You had the shit wrong. I told you. I mean, push your teeth. Like nigga, your man is the man who's like why leave this shit alone. You keep sneak. You keep dissing me. Like you diss me on. Fucking um, Travis Scott album. He said, I was mad at Travis Scott for letting that happen. Travis Scott is in my family. I want both y'all niggas to take a Tylenol PM, drink some green tea, and go to bed early. 8.30 <laughs> on I a just, Friday. That's what I want both you niggas to do. I mean, I see tweets like, I hope Drake sending goons and all this shit. Like, I am not. You cannot be from Toronto and consider yourself a goon. I am not scared of Canada. <laughs> I refuse to be. I just don't like how... The second something actually happens, it's like, man, y'all niggas dumb. You had everything. You want to be a gangster. Right. But before it happens, man, you better go fight the nigga. You better shoot the nigga. Like, pick a side. This is man. a fight that I am so uninterested in. I do not care to see you two niggas slap box on the street. Because, no, no, no. I've seen harder fights from two bitches inside of beauty salon. I don't want to see Kanye and Drake. I don't care. I don't care. I need you niggas to go to bed. Wake up tomorrow. <laughs> for real like fuck that shit yeah. it's time for the benediction my nigga <laughs> no there's one more thing that I'm angry about you told me about it today oh shit yeah I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad so the federal government has purchased Martin Luther King Jr's childhood home man what that's my word I'm killing anybody involved if I ever seen them in life like who put that through there who, 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 who put the order through that dog Trump the federal government got the king home, his child, the, the his, real home. like His childhood home, the federal government now has purchased. Well, see, this is where I slide on uh, my conspiracy realist hat. The federal government, who actually assassinated Martin Luther King Jr., has his whole assassination on tape. They set up at the Lorraine Hotel two weeks before on top of the fire department two weeks before that shit with their camera crews and then didn't come down to two days after the assassination. They got the whole shit on film. They got the shit on tape because it was a, it was orchestrated. Mm -hmm. He was in room 306, got shot with a 30-odd six. Like, like it was, 
he was the only one uh, that had on a tie. Jesse Jackson made sure he had on a fucking tie. He kept pressuring him to put on a fucking tie. And everybody who had on a tie was a target. Did Jesse have on a tie? No, the fuck he didn't. I digress. <laughs> but the level of disrespect that this shows when you assassinated a man, you sent pictures to his wife. You know uh, what I'm saying? Allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Messy Jesse. Allegedly. And I say that allegedly because that information came from not Coretta. Did anybody hear Coretta say that? Never. Steal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've, the federal government has said that, and that shit leaked. And now niggas run with this story. Oh, Martin was cheating. He had side bitches. No, the federal government said that information, and the niggas took it and ran with it and been slandering his name ever since. Did you hear Coretta Scott King say that shit? No, she's never talked talk bad about Martin. Have, anybody have any actual proof that this happened other than the information that was leaked by the niggas that you don't trust anyway? Right, and then most of it is even spent where it's like, it was a lookalike or something like that, whatever. Or like they set him up, even if like even if it was true, like you know, what I'm saying most guys was like it, he got set up on some stuff anyway. Like, like you know, what I'm saying like I just I, I hate when I hear people say that shit. Like dog, you just repeated some shit you heard on internet. You have no idea if it's true or not. And we know about Cointel Pro. Like we know about that shit. That's the same thing they try to do with like discrediting him as a scholar or whatever. Like oh, he stole like his his doctoral paper or something like that, and all this other kind of stuff. His thesis was like was plagiarized. And oh, it's it's a it's a bunch of stuff or whatever that you know what I'm saying. And I now I'm about to get on. Let me grab my hat real quick because <laughs> now I'm about to put on my pro my pro black conspiracy Facts. hat or whatever. Because you know what I'm saying you got white nationalists and other other factors that are out there or whatever that continually pro- to propagate. And put out this information or whatever to try to discredit the legacy of Martin Luther King for absolutely like no reason whatsoever besides to you know what I'm saying to keep trying to step step on and throw dirt on you know the the last great leader of you know the black of Black America. And they act like his "I Have a Dream" speech was his final stance and his final viewpoint on life. Right, and he it had changed. already moved off of that. It changed drastically. Yeah. He said, "I fear I have led my people into a burning house." I changed my stance or the, excuse me, the nonviolence to all this shit like nigga. I thought it was one way and it's not. You know what I'm saying? But they glaze over that part of history. You know what I'm saying? They they glaze over it. Every second time. And if you pay attention to the very last speech that Martin gave before he passed away, he and Jesse Jackson were not friends. Everybody knew Jesse Jackson was an agent. And when you look at that video, it's on YouTube. He went and shook everybody's hand. Jesse Jackson goes to put his hand, turns his shoulder, walked past the nigga. We're not fucking with you, dog. The the rumors is out. We know you a fucking agent. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know that you a fucking agent. And somehow, after MLK was killed, assassinated, nobody can get flights out of Memphis. The whole city shut down. Somehow Jesse Jackson made it to New York City and was on fucking Meek the Press the next day. You the only nigga that got access to a fucking plane and was in New York City the next day with your bitch ass. All that fa- that famous picture with him fake pointing up in the air. Because you knew where the bullet was coming from, Jesse. No, no. What I'm saying is he was downstairs. So he ran upstairs, did the fake pointing and shit, put his hands in the fucking blood and put them on his shirt. And they just moved this nigga up as, oh, he was the next nigga next to Martin. The people who was in the inner circle don't fuck with him. They hate that man. The video of Coretta Scott King at his funeral march, the oddish, the look that she gave Jesse, <laughs> literally, if looks can kill, everybody know this man was an agent. 
But I digress. It's, it's too much. It's too much for tonight. We gotta say this. Say, I'm like Jesse Jackson, is, double agent. My brain, like we I'm gotta like, say this for Black History Month. It's too much for tonight. I digress, man. Because we, we didn't hit people with a lot of with a lot of truth this year today. They still they still think Stevie can see. They still think Stevie Fact. blind. Excuse me. I will. But listen, if you want to know more about this whole Jesse shit that I'm talking about, uh, go on YouTube and look up uh, Steve Coakley. And uh, Steve Coakley from out of Chicago, God, God bless his soul, he's, he passed a few years ago, um, but he broke everything down. Him as well as Dick Gregory um, in a lecture and provided uh, video and information. I'm not making this shit up. No, I've seen I've seen Dick Gregory speak on it more than once. So, so anyway, uh, man, you got to who mans is this, this week? <sighs> Are we taking a Christmas break? Uh who man's is this? I did have a who man. Oh yes, I I, I definitely have a who's man's is this. Um, <laughs> shout out to Drake Clay. Uh, Drake Clay sent me this shit. Did you see Vince Young? No. What did he do? I will show you the picture. Oh, of Vince Young. He dressed like Medea. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> some uh, uh, this I'm I'm kind of at a loss for words here. Uh, so, Vince Young, uh, the former he's a, he just, he's my age. He he's thirty five. Yeah, former NFL quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, played in possibly the greatest college football championship game ever played. Possibly. Yeah. Well, the thirty uh, five year old uh, donned a massive red and white dress uh, with a hoop skirt as well as a curly wig, uh, full face of makeup uh, for his role face um, in the Nutcracker. And, uh, like, he lift up his little skirt, and then, like, the kids run from underneath him. Running his Man, you can suck my dick. Ain't no way, <laughs> ain't no way in fuck. <laughs> he played Mother Ginger. Um, uh, whose man is this? There was, no, just, there was the, no woman available to play Mother Ginger. Well, they no. say typically that 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 role is filled by a man because they need somebody tall. So when they lift up the dress, the people can run under from underneath the dress. Suck my dick again. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Uh, I think this may be the album art for the. Uh, <laughs> that might be the album art for the episode. The picture, that <laughs> man. Because y'all got to see this picture. He looked like fucking. Uh, I don't know. Put but it on the shop talk page. Yeah, I'm I say it looked like page. a cross between Wesley off of uh, Two Wong Fu and uh, what's my man name? Oh, and Ving Rhames was uh, in yeah. that. Uh, in Holiday <laughs> Holiday Holiday Holiday. Holiday. Yeah. You know. uh, Vince, whose man's is this? <laughs> I don't even know who, whose man's, air quotes, yeah. is this. Can't nobody put their arm around Vince Young. Uh, my music pick for the week. My man Icewear Vezo dropped the Clarity 6 today. Mm. You already know I'm fucking with two sides because niggas said he run this bitch. It must be two sides. Uh, I'm fucking with Vezo. That's my music pick of the week, Clarity 6. Bang it out. Okay. Um, tomorrow uh, or today when y'all listening to this, uh, we'll be out at the uh, Give Back to the D um, at the NSO, Tsunami Warming Center, Center um, helping out. They're going to be giving away a car. Which is no, she's not giving. I talked to Jackie today. She's not giving away the car at the warming center. What she had planned to do is drive the car to the winners after our event. So, some family is gonna get pulled up on with a new car for Christmas. That's a a BMW. They oh, it's gonna be a BMW. 
Yeah, she kind of she kind of hit me to what the car is, uh, and I'm telling you, you're not gonna be disappointed. You're gonna get a beat. You're gonna get a for real BMW for Christmas. That's what's up. That's fucking amazing, dog. Yeah. Um. Also, will say um, uh, tomorrow or today, um, Better Man Outreach is doing their fourth annual turkey drive. The location is one seven one three nine Oak Drive in Detroit, Michigan, four eight two two one. Um. At uh, Jesus Catholic Jesus Jesus yeah Jesus Jesus Catholic Church Gym uh, exactly gonna be this Sunday December the sixteenth from one thirty p.m. to five p.m. Come get a free turkey, ham, or chicken from young men and women who care about their community. So for more information, you can reach out to Don Moore at three one three four two two three one three two. Last year they had so much food. So many turkeys, they literally just had to drive around and give people the shit. Like this is this come get you some free food. A free turkey. It's Christmas. It's feed your family. Ain't and ain't no shame in it. Yeah. It's Sometimes not, we all need a little extra help. Yeah. And it's not it's we do this every year. We just want to give it back to the people in the in the, in, in the community. So shout out to them from Better Man Outreach. We're gonna have them on the show. Uh right. it's one of my cousins G close friends and we didn't I done kicked it with him a few times. We're going to bring him out because he does a lot of things um, in the community. So we definitely going to bring him up here and have a, a pretty good discussion in 2019. That's what's up. And we got guests coming through next week. Yeah. Uh, we want to let it yet. out the bag. No. Nah, okay. Because, you know, when you announce guests who going to be here next week and something happened and they ain't here, <laughs> they were like, nigga, I thought you said, you know. So, well. Yeah. They coming. Yeah. They soon come. Soon come. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, what else, man? That's it, man. I said time for the Benny. Yeah, man. Uh, this damn going wild on everything that matters. Tell your mama to at me. Uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast and uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast Studio, man. Um, that's really where it's at. I mean, I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dame. Hell yeah. Peace.